You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. listeners, but I, I kind of like them even more when they went to Greenville University. How about that, Chuck? We're sitting here in the break. Young man walked in to sign up for the Blues tickets, and that's all you get to walk. Don't be shy. Uh, Hockey Bob's not. He, you know, he's willing. You know, some people would be afraid, like, God, would this be annoying if I do this? And their internal, like, thought goes on. <laughs> Hockey Bob doesn't have that internal thought, so he's willing to be annoying. He's sitting at the table eating lunch, supporting the sponsor. I'm good, thanks. Uh, He's sitting at the table, so folks, walk in, grab a cold beer, some great lunch, and get signed up. That's what folks are now doing. We're giving away tickets to tomorrow's game, two tickets to the Bud Light Party Zone, also on social media. So if you're not in the area, and we are at Social Bar and Grill, Revis Barracks. It's right off Highway 55, across from the Quick Trip. Can't miss it. Walk in, get signed up. 6 o'clock, Cam Jansen will personally call you to tell you you are a winner. And he'll also punch you, apparently. Yes. If you want him to. I just ordered the grouper Reuben sandwich, Ooh. which was recommended to me. Matt Rocchio said the fried shrimp, right, is very good. The fried shrimp here at Social Bar is outstanding. And what I love about Hockey Bob is, like, we could all text each other right now and say, what in the hell is he doing? Why is he sitting there? I can just say it out loud. We have that rapport. We're so close that I can now I'll tell you just what, say that. He's eating that coleslaw very, yep. very aggressive. Destroying it. Uh, Blues winners last night. We went over that for a little bit. Very exciting time in the city. Afternoon game tomorrow. Yachty was there. He's sitting with Dexter, Benji Molina. He had a number of Cardinals in the house. Polo, our guy Polo. Polo Asensio. I think it was uh, Dominic Leone as well, I believe. I saw that. Yeah. From the East Coast, probably a hockey guy. Also, I don't want to stereotype. Well, I was going to say, played in Toronto, though. Oh, so you got to be a hockey guy. got to be a hockey playing, guy. Uh, was he invited because he's playing Canada. better? If he had been off to Correct. a rough start, would they not have invited him? <laughs> if he was on the 60-day missing list <laughs> that they have for Brett Cecil. Brett Cecil played in Toronto. He'd probably like to go to the hockey listen, game. Listen, listen. I Here love Brett Cecil. No, you're laughing. I love you're laughing. He's injured. Are you laughing no, at him? No, you see, you try to make me say things. I love Brett Cecil. I we feel bad for the guy. We didn't try to make you say that, though. Listen, no. All I'm saying is the dude has $30.5 million, whatever it is, but still, he I feel bad for him because he's he's Hold injured. It's minute. not been a good couple years, okay? Money doesn't solve everything, Martin. Guy has an arm injury, and you have sympathy. Guy has shingles, and his face is just erupting. There you can tell. There does seem to be a weird standard that you're correct, putting on this. Correct. Yeah. Next. Topic, Drew Locke. Uh, that, yeah, Drew Locke, speaking of painful, last night he was that guy in the green room. They didn't overshow him. We found a clip last night where they did kind of late first round where they showed Drew Locke, Barry Odom, they're in the green room there. And it kind of sucks because the league has to gauge who should and shouldn't be there. You get invited to the draft. There is kind of an expectation, hey, I'm getting picked. And it's terrible to be that guy. Aaron Rodgers famously slipped and they kept showing him and kept showing him. But he was still drafted in the first round. Drew Locke, imagine that. Again, he'll be fine. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to have a great life. Seems like a great person. But that still sucks. You're there. You're on the green carpet. Is it the red carpet? 
One of the two. What level of funny is that? Watching Drew Locke be all nervous. Yeah, Charlie, was that hilarious not getting, not getting drafted but, last but night. But do think about it for a minute. Even if you, in your analysis, say, God, this kid's not that good. I don't think he'll be a great pro. Forget that for a second. That sucks. Would You're you there go with back Barry today? Odom? Does he have to no, go back today? No, I would be out of there. I'd go get blitz. I'd go home. <laughs> and then they'd call me and say, fine. You didn't like me enough to take me yesterday. But you'd get blitzed anyway. So <laughs> that's not really a, a good example. Correct me if I'm wrong, or let's let's try to remember this. When did the NFL go, though, to the first round on its own on the first night on a Thursday? Three, because four years ago, maybe. My point is, back in the day, if you were not drafted in the first round, but you got taken, let's say, 35th, and You're it was still just like 45 around. minutes later, yep. I'm guessing the fact that, look, Patriots, you said maybe, maybe they'll pick him to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady. That doesn't happen. And then you look on the TV, and they have fireworks in Nashville. It's like the draft's over for the night, and you have to sit and wait another 24 hours now to see what's going to happen. After some people thought, and it wasn't just like random. I mean, you're looking at legitimate mock drafts from some of the media people that are in the know that thought that Drew Locke could have went 10th overall. Yeah, if we go back, and Frank probably had 20 guests yeah. on the dra- that were very specifically booked by Hoff because they were going to feed Frank that narrative that Locke will, in fact, be. No, I'm kidding. But it did seem to shift late. I think Chris Landry, who's respected, was saying a couple days ago, I don't know that he's getting picked in the first round. So he was probably hearing that from teams. Uh, but I do feel bad for the kid. Second-round picks, I mentioned this to Frank. Oakland has the third pick of the second round. This is more than I'll ever talk about the draft. I don't really care. But if they don't take him, Denver at 41 is an option. I think he's going in the second round, but I'm saying as much as that was terrible for him on a personal level last night, it could be brutal. He's, he's got to go in the second round, but it's not a guarantee. This is how negative we are, though, as a culture, because it's negative no matter what. Think about it. If you're Drew Locke, you don't get picked in the first round, and you're stewing. Now, What's wrong with you? Now, look, you're going to get taken in the second. He's still going to be a millionaire. He'll be fine. He'll have a chance to be a great NFL player if, if he can do that. Look at Daniel Jones, though. This guy gets picked, what, sixth overall, and it's still all negative. And, I mean, here it is, New York City. They draft a quarterback from Duke. Nobody's happy about it, and everybody's ripping on this kid. It's the greatest moment of his entire life. Sixth pick, New York Giants, and everybody's crushing this pick. 20 years ago, Donovan McNabb, didn't the Philadelphia mayor crush the pick? I think they, so. they had a, I think it was Ed Rendell or Wendell. He was a governor and a mayor, Philly, Pennsylvania, that also was a host on the Sunday sports, like, Eagles show. Ed Rendell. Was, I like that. And like, <laughs> I think Mike Parson would do, hey, fellas, how are we doing today? It's a great day in <laughs> Missouri. How's the ball team? <laughs> Greitens could do it now, though. He has time on He's available. Hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Drew Locke did not go last night in case you missed out. I think most people were watching the draft in St. Louis. Not everybody, but a lot of folks were just for that element. But to Chuck's point, that's why it's smart as a GM to only draft linemen because fans can't get mad at that because they don't know if they're doing well or not. Yeah, don't know. So anything you about can look them. at like quarterback stats and running back stats and wide receiver stats, and those are easily quantifiable and realize fumbles, picks, time sack, completion percentage. If you just pick a right guard, how can they complain? And again, very early on, before I went back to Enterprise Center, we're watching the draft. I'm sitting next to my wife. And they're Did showing she her mock out. She had her mock draft. <laughs> she was uh, accurate on thirty of thirty-two picks. Wow! 
But they keep showing these fans. And look, it looked awesome in Nashville. Nashville showed out like they always do. But they always show the different fan bases. And it's always the dude with the full-on, you know, Titan suit with a wrestling, you know, mask. And they show all the fan bases and dudes with tattoos and flexing and this and that. And my wife, she turns and says to me, are, like, all these guys that go to the draft real losers? Yes. And I thought to myself, (laughs) and I really laughed, and I said, I'm probably going to say that on radio tomorrow. And the answer is yes. Yes. 100%. I was telling Frank, there will be guys there from Philly and New York that will go there just to boo or cheer. He's like, no, there's no way. I'm like, yes. They do. And look, I know and there's, there's like a four lot. of them that get in the car. They borrowed from their mom. They're in their 50s. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I know this got a lot of social media traction, especially on Barstool. But some of these pictures and videos and the story of, of the women, the bridesmaids, who they scheduled the bachelorette party, not knowing, because Nashville's a huge spot for bachelorette parties. And so they, they have their bachelorette party not checking that it's also the weekend of the NFL draft. So you're trying to have a good time, and it's all about me, the bride. And the entire Broadway is shut down for all of the drunk, belligerent NFL fans. And they did some interviews with some of these brides that were unhappy, and it was actually hilarious to see their reaction. A little housekeeping. If you turn to your right, Charlie, that's Pat Shermer and the Giants GM, okay? (laughs) Pat Shermer looked as uninterested as any head coach I've ever seen in my life. And on top of that, we love our sponsors because they're the best. The background behind the head coach and the GM well, of the it Giants. It said STL Lawn Care. It said STL Lawn Care. It said Offenberg Hyundai. <laughs> it said everything except New York Giants. There was no, do you notice that there's no Giants logo? Maybe they're ashamed that Pat Shermer's their coach. The big question, though, is did Pat Shermer by accidentally it's flip a, off yes. Spag. The GM. Uh, his own GM. By kind of uh, scratching his nose with his middle finger. Uh, since you brought up Offenberg Hyundai, I should mention they're located in O'Fallon, Illinois. Short ride from downtown St. Louis. It's a short ride for a great deal. It's that simple. OffenbergHyundai.com, the website. They're celebrating their 30th anniversary as the original Hyundai dealer in this area. That was back in 1989. Chuck was a mere... First grader, I'm thinking, in 89? 89, I was about seven. So, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. We'll get back to you. Uh, Highway 64, Greenmount Road is the exit. Beautiful-looking vehicles. That's what Hyundai is all about. In fact, not just great-looking cars, but reliable. They were the first manufacturer that offered up the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And along the way, Hyundai did something smart. Started hiring the top designers, the top engineers. That's why they've been able to pick up some of the premier hardware, including North American Car of the Year. They've done that for years, and the great service, so that's what Offenberg is all about. Roll it all together. It's the place to go for your next vehicle, which includes pre-owned cars, OffenbergHyundai.com. Uh, Hoff is here, and again, merely waiting for the baseball show to begin. This is just filler. That's all this really is. Charlie and I have a lot of hot baseball takes right mm-hmm. now. Uh, we were going to do some e- uh, Velo talk on the Cardinals, kind of rank Exit their t- velocity. Exit Velo. We're yeah. going to do some of the top to bottom best velos but we'll we'll hold on to that till the uh, top of the hour but right now it's the end of the day the end of the day okay when's the end of the day at the end of the day it's gonna be tough to tell someone they might not be in it at the end of the day even though there's moments where you're like oh I, yeah i don't want to do this you ever notice just uh i had to drive down here after frank's show so i looked at about 12 and the way I took from the station. See, I call it Frank and Martin's show. I don't know. You weren't there today. Sometimes I call it Martin and Frank's show. <laughs> you weren't Frank there. Actually, Frank actually took note of the fact that I refer to it as Martin and Frank. 
It's my uh, alphabet dyslexia. That's yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the way I took down here, I got on 44 from Barry, and just every time I have to be someone in a hurry, I always hit that train. There's that train tracks right before the uh, the entrance on the 44. Right at Westboro. Yes. And every time, whenever whenever it's casual and I'm just going somewhere after work, I never hit it. But today, I had to go to get to a remote. Would like to get there in a timely manner. Train. I live very close every by time. there, and it will snipe you. Everyone's and it's always, it's never Amtrak. It's always like the industrial train that yes. takes forever. Is this going to be one of those grain trains? <laughs> I grew up off of Berry Road. I know all about it, except you have the Ursuline cut-through that you can every once the in a while. Ursuline now, the way you really? were going, no. Ursuline, my wife works there. I didn't know that I could Well, if through. you are going to the north okay. on Berry, you can cut through. Uh, if you're coming... The way you were, you would not have had that. Chuck option. can do the Earthman cut through, work out, and then go home. That's you notice he always has stats and baseball. He's not even going there with the end of the day. He's like sitting on them till one o'clock. He's like, "What can I do? What can I?" Yeah, uh, guys, uh, I hit a train and uh, such bad luck. It's Willie's fault. Martin, <laughs> Martin, Martin has noticed that uh, since I moved to the Greater Glendale area about three years ago. Whenever I'm kind of throwing out story ideas for uh, for Fox Two, maybe if it's prep <laughs> coverage, I always say, you know, there's a there's a good game at Kirkwood. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Nerinx girl who's I'll really good at field hockey. No, Nerinx is uh, over far? there, uh, Webster. You know, Ursuline. There's a good uh, field hockey game over there. Oh, the, Mon- the Monday night preps. I'm like, all right, let's get to it. It's uh, North Glendale, sixth grade <laughs> soccer ball, it's a kickball tournament. It's in my neighborhood. Okay, I feel a part of that neighborhood. Uh, 2011 was the first year the NFL draft moved wow. to prime time. So it's was been it that really? way for that long, yes. That surprises me. And I also found it very funny as I'm watching last night. And look, Roger Goodell tries to be too cool with the daps, with the bro hugs, as if he's like best friends with these dudes. They hate you know him. what I'm saying? And the other thing is, that's what I found funny is, okay, on draft night, everybody gives Roger Goodell the great bear hug. They... They embrace for 10 seconds. They take the pictures with the jersey. But then it seems like the second all of these players are actually players in the NFL, they hate, they hate it. Yes. When does that switch? Is it literally Immediately. the night, I mean, right after they're drafted? But him does he doing... say something during the hug that makes him hate him? <laughs> Immediately. I own your ass. <laughs> like in their ear. <laughs> I mean, if I were up there, I wouldn't try and be cool, right? Because it wouldn't work. But he's not cool either. Well, I'm saying, but he's trying. And he daps, and one guy did a, did the jump and tried to kind of do the thing where you jump into each other, and it's like, it, Roger, It's come like on. you got to stay. Look, Chuck shouldn't wear a Speedo. I shouldn't wear a Speedo. Chris Pelican shouldn't wear this medium shirts that he likes to wear. Wow. you got to stay in your lane. But hold on a second. No guys should wear a Speedo. That's fair. But uh, I'm saying, know who you are. 2015 was the first year they did Hockey it away Bob from should sit at this table. Know who you are. <laughs> 2015 was the first year it was on location in Chicago. They've moved it around since then. Do you know where the draft is next year? Uh, let's see. What Denver? What Nashville? Is it in Philly? Um, L.A.'s got to get it soon. No. They had it in Philly last year, right? Was that last year? Wasn't so. it the Rocky statue? They had oh, some... feels like Atlanta. You know what? They should go is to Green Bay. You know where they're going to go? Vegas. Let's go to Vegas oh, next year. Yeah. For the what could the go draft? wrong with those like young that. kids? I like that, actually. Well, uh, no longer on our board is Sonto, who last night was seen <laughs> doing a line at the Bellagio. Not a line dance, either. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Cardinals, Reds, three-game set. Who you got? Two or three? Is that, I, think, that, I gotta say, I think Hoff's mailing it in on the end I am of the not. I think he's mailing it No, you know what the in. issue is? My car radio is stuck on one station, so I wasn't listening driving oh, in. Oh, my car radio. It's, it's stuck on... <laughs> 
I got my transistor over there. It's stuck on an HD station. That I like the music, so I'm afraid to change it for fear afraid of not being able to hear it. music moving forward. So I did hear the first half hour. This is, this is what Rich Gould, <laughs> for like 20 years, has said. Well, the AM radio's broken in my car, so I apologize <laughs> if you guys talked about this. He would come in and do the show and be like, Rich, we just had a 20-minute Costas interview. Before that, it was Michael Jordan. Well, my radio's broken. Um, I don't know if this is a triad bank, take it to the bank, bold statement. but Are you checking statement. the text line, by the way? I am. I was going to read Pal. it for you. Pally. Palsy. Plessy. But uh, the fact that the Cardinals are missing my guy, my fantasy guy, Luis Castillo, who is one of the best pitchers it's in probably baseball. Probably a good thing. Yeah. Early in the season here. Yeah. Pitched last night and got the win. I'm going to say the Cardinals sweep. Wow. I like the mojo right now. I like that. Well, I'll go two out of three. Chances Cow- Yadi, way out. Chances Yadi tries to get ejected early in Saturday's game so he can Ooh. sneak away to the Enterprise Center. Give me odds. I, I wouldn't rule this out. <laughs> Borderline pitch question, in the first though. inning. No, that's a great question. I know we're joking. But what if he actually did legitimately get ejected in the first inning? He should go to the Blues game. People Is would he allowed love to go, that right? If he did that. He should go to the Blues game. Oh, God, that'd be so funny. But he's, he's getting close. To Mike Shannon's status, where you kind of can do whatever you want. 100%. Yes. And I always joked that if Mike Shannon parked his Tahoe in center field, LaRusso and the other manager would get together with the umpires, <laughs> and instead of saying that's got to be moved, they'd say, well, how about if it hits the hood, it's a ground rule double. <laughs> like nobody would tell him to move it. And I think Yachty is close to that, where Shilty would say, well, Yachty had some family in town, and we understand he's played a lot of games, so uh, let's go Blues, right, guys? <laughs> Blue Stars tomorrow, 2 o'clock. It's a 2-0. Mind you, I looked this up last night. Not sure if you saw it. Blues have not won three straight home postseason games in the same playoffs since 2002. Keith Kachuk had a hat trick in the third game of that against the Detroit Red Wings. He doesn't remember. So they've, what <laughs> so they've won it? two straight now. Is it a third hey, on Marty, Saturday did afternoon? Did really score a three in one game? Yeah, it was 2002. <laughs> hey, Matty. I hate to be such a homer, but I feel like everything's going so well. I know. With our sports lately here, and... Look, man, I know that Blues fans, they're just they're thinking same old Blues and they're waiting for the bad thing to happen. I just have a great vibe about this team. They've been so good since early January. Bennington is a game changer. You're seeing Tarasenko scoring a couple goals. Robbie Fabry's back and, and playing well. And I don't know. It would not surprise me one bit. So I'm going to go ahead and say Blues win game two. Martin, I'm going to say 4-2 Blues. Wow, high-scoring affair. Oh, I don't want to be a wet blanket. They got the mojo right Typically now. Typically, series are even after two, but all right, I'll I'll, I'll say five-four Blues. That it's just kind of a crazy, wild game, and Yachty gets the winner. Okay. I say two-nothing note. Blues. <laughs> you said that on TV last night, and I actually thought, I go, well, Yachty will be here tonight, and Charlie goes, he's going to play. I'm like. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I think the mojo thing, and we're all homers at some level, but Bennington, to me, even if it's 5-4 or 4-3, I think he'll give you the big save when you need it. And I love Jake Allen, but I think the problem was always you needed the big save at a certain moment. I think you could win 6-5 with Bennington. I I do think they'll win tomorrow. Were you ever worried when Dallas tied it at one? It was a weird feeling where I wasn't too concerned. And I feel like with Allen in years past, you would have been, oh, boy, here we go. I remember I texted Strick and said, what do you think? He said, who cares? I'm watching the draft. (laughs) And that's where, look, so much of the the storylines coming in, and I get it, as they should, 
about Ben Bishop because he was the best goalie in the league this year for the entirety of the season, and he's from St. Louis and Chaminade and draft pick of the Blues and played here. But you also have to remember that, look, when Jordan Bennington got called up, and you're talking from January on, he was right there with Bishop as the best goalie in the league from January on. So while Bishop did it for the entire season, Jordan Bennington has played right there with them for his rookie year and now into the postseason. So it shouldn't surprise us in some of these games if Bennington is able to outplay Ben Bishop. Also, finally, today is National Pretzel Day, which is by far the best beer snack, right? You're talking about Better an actual... I, I like a good soft pretzel while, soft while, while yeah. drinking a beer. With like cheese? A, yeah. Mustard? Yeah, or some mustard. mustard. I like Ooh. spicy mustard. That's a good thing. At the zoo on Monday when I was getting scolded by the old people... You're getting mad. I did have a little soft pretzel with cheese. Mm. Sir, you can't eat that over there. Oh, fine. I'll just throw it into the elephant den then, okay? The elephant den. All right, that's in the day. I thought it was, but you no, didn't I say it was. I got a text was. from my wife that distracted me Look, for a second. Frank, I got Frank over here. Oh, you can't talk. It's happened to you plenty of times, too. I've pulled a lot of Franks where it's like, okay, Charlie, great point. What about the Blues game tomorrow? And you said, well, I just talked about the Blues game tomorrow. Like, oh, well, never mind then. Are you speaking well, what else specifically about, about the Howard question earlier? I was, I was, <laughs> I was listening okay. to that. No, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love Frank. If Frank's listening, just know, Frank, I love you. But Frank, and by the way, inside talk, the recommendation, Charlie, is off. Listen, I was listening, and Frank asked Howard a question, and Howard gave a very good answer about the Raiders. Very a lot specific of people, answer. A lot of people thought that the Raiders reached for that defensive lineman they took from Clemson, and then after that Farrell answer, Williams. Frank asked him about the What reach. about the Raiders pick? So clearly he might have been focused on yes. maybe paying off the bet. To Andy, but Frank, I love you. I heard, I heard the same second thing. favorite. By the way, one of the TVs on has Sports Center, and they're doing the not top ten. I, do, I guess it's of the month of April. I'm not positive, but number nine was Ozuna's play at the wall, and I feel like there couldn't have been eight better ones than that. What? Why do they hate St. Louis? Why? That's that's <laughs> East Coast bias. Yeah, that is. That play was garbage, and it deserves to be higher. Okay. <laughs> Text line eight five five two eight two eight two five five. Shut your effing mouth, Marlo. Finna to jinx them. I'm going to jinx the Blues. That's from Doug's prison wallet. Tim Van Gelded. There used to be a Tim Van Gelded. I know. I don't know if that's uh, play on words there. Chuck, you look slim in person, so I look fat on TV apparently. Denver has two picks in the second round as a possible destination for Drew Locke. Splashback says more people should mock mock drafts. They don't really have a clue. Let's see. Doug's prison wallet says every time you mention hockey, Bob. I get the uh, the chills and drive further away from that bar. Social bar, <laughs> come on down. It's great. We love social bar. And then Good crowd. how about this? Take it to the bank. No text will be read by Chuck. Boom. Just read about six False narrative. So eat it. Stop. <laughs> it's a big eat it Friday Beat here it, nerd. at Social Bar and Grill. Come on by. Get ready. Only a couple of names so far. Your chance to win tickets to the Blues. Stars game two tomorrow will draw a winner at six o'clock. Also, some on social media too. Yep, go to the five ninety the fan Twitter page, Facebook page. Find out how you can win. We're giving tickets away. Come on by and say hello. Matt and Rocky will get you signed up. Don't be shy. Walk in the front door and just walk on over to the table here and get signed up. Hey Martin, I want to ask if you're sideways with the IRS and if you have years of unfiled tax returns, you got to contact former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Millen provides a local and holistic approach to tax reduction to the out-of-town tax solution groups you hear on TV and radio. 
Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. So if you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Let's go. It's 1 Let's o'clock. Go. Let's, Let's go. go. 590 Baseball is on deck. They'll talk baseball. We'll still give away some hockey tickets right here on 590 The Fan.